Good morning, everyone. This is Jennifer LeClaire, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by the Voice of God. Take this transformational series on hearing, discerning, and releasing God's voice. God wants you to hear him so clearly that you don't ever have to wonder again if it was you, if it was God, if it was the enemy. And he wants to go beyond that. He wants to teach you how to respond to his voice, how to release his voice to others. He wants to make you a prophetic solutionist. Let me teach you and help you gain confidence that you truly are hearing the voice of God. There's many voices in the spirit, so much goofiness going on. People say, God said this, God said that. That's because their ear has not been trained. Samuel, the prophet had an accurate mouth because he had an accurate ear. You can to. Let me teach you. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash voice of God. Amen. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. We had a tremendous time in the Lord yesterday. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching, and it will transform you. You've got three different opportunities every week to come to AHOP and get one, two, three different messages. You'd be so full by the time you leave. Amen. Three different messages, prophetic worship every week, 1047 AM, practical teaching with a prophetic edge. You can plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. But if you're not in the region, head on over to ahop.online and watch the messages throughout the week. You can register there for free. Become a web church member, though, and go deeper with us. Get in the virtual healing rooms and prophecy rooms, the virtual prayer line, virtual life group, virtual pastoral care. It is virtual, but it's powerful. Become official at ahop.online slash web church. That second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're going into the deeper things of God, and we are kicking off the series, The Voice of God, schoolofthespirit.tv slash voice of God. Amen. Let's today read from... Dun, da, da. <laughs> Mornings with the Holy Spirit, my original devotional. We're going to read today from Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, It's Okay to Rest. Somebody needs to hear that today. Somebody needs permission today. Not from me, and really not even from the Lord, but you need to give yourself permission to rest. Hmm. Here's what I heard the Holy Spirit say. Never give up. I won't let you. But it's okay to rest in Jesus. Yes, sometimes it's okay to let your foot off the gas and just cruise in my grace. And the Holy Spirit says, don't press so hard toward your goals that you burn out. Move at the pace I've set for you. And you will feel the anointing and recognize the grace to move. And the Holy Spirit says, I want to teach you how to flow in my grace and tap into the wisdom of rest. Resting and reassessing your situation is not giving up. You will find new strength and new strategies to be more effective in Christ if you slow down when I tell you to. My, 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 my. 
Jesus, that's a right now word for somebody. I wish you'd take that to heart, my Lord. If you're feeling weary, if you're feeling burned out, you have not entered into the rest of God, but you can. He will lead you and guide you there beside those still waters. Let him. Amen. The scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy of Mornings with the Holy Spirit, wherever you buy books online. The prayer starter today, I choose to rest in Jesus and resist the temptation to keep pressing past the grace that you've given me. Teach me how to recognize both your anointing to press on and your guidance to stop and rest a while. Give me wisdom to know when to reassess. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you because you are the God of our rest. You modeled rest to us when you rested on the seventh day after creation. You took a day of rest, not because you were tired, because you never grow tired, you never sleep, you never slumber, but you wanted to teach us the principle of the Sabbath, teach us the principle of resting. So Father, we thank you that you are our rest. <laughs> you are our everything. <laughs> you are the God who leads us into rest, leads us beside the still waters, leads us into a refreshing. You lead us to the place where we can be well watered, where we can catch our breath. I hear that, Lord. There's so many of you on this broadcast and you just need to metaphorically catch your breath. It's like you're running your race. You're doing your best. You're doing it as unto the Lord. Your heart is pure toward him, but somehow you're stressed. Somehow you don't feel as blessed. Somehow you think that this is just like a, uh, one of those wheels, the hamster wheels, and it just keeps going. It 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 keeps going. And you're just trying to catch your breath. Some of you feel like you're always behind every day. The list gets longer every day. There's more on your plate. There's the, the, then on top of the more on your plate, there's more warfare. There's a new trial. There's some issues in the family. There's all these things going on. And some of you today, the Lord is just saying, just catch your breath. And the Lord would say to you today, I will help you catch your breath. Lean into me and receive the breath of life, says the Lord. For the enemy has been blowing winds of adversity upon you, but I will release winds of refreshing. But you must sit still long enough. You must allow yourself to be overcome by my wind, by the wind of my spirit, by the winds of refreshing, by the winds of revelation, by the winds of wisdom. The Lord says, sit still and know that I am God. Look at me because I am releasing the new thing, the new momentum, the new strength. As you wait on me, you will find yourself gaining strength, gaining wisdom, gaining understanding, and you will catch your breath so that you can run into the next season filled with my spirit, ready to conquer every giant, ready to run, ready to walk, ready to go where I send you, says the Lord. So take a moment and catch your breath, says the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you are the God who gives us a space to catch our breath. You are the God who, 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 who breathes upon us. You, you send us your Holy Spirit to dwell on the inside of us. Thank you, Lord, for who you are and what you've done and what you're going to do in us and through us. We're not as interested this morning in what you're going to do for us. We trust you to do for us what we need 
what we need you to do for us. But Lord, we're interested this morning in what you're going to do in us and what you're going to do through us. God, we lay ourselves at your feet today and we say, God, have your way in us so that you can have your way through us. God, have your way in us so you can have your way through us. God, have your way in us so you can have your way through us. Remove everything that hinders love. Lord, remove the Tim, remove the propensity to strive, remove the propensity to be lazy, remove the propensity to procrastinate, remove the propensity to get ahead of you, remove the propensity to lag, lag behind you. God, remove from us the tendencies that cause us to stumble, remove from us the, 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 the evil God that causes us to continue to fall into the same temptation season after season after season after season. God, we want to burst through all the way. We want to break through even today. We want to go where you want us to go. But there are things that hold us back, things in our mind that keep us stuck. Help us, Lord, renew our minds with your word as we press in to your heart. Accelerate the mind renewal, God. We have to be about your business. We want to be about your business. So many of us, Lord, are caught up in the enemy's business, the incessant warfare. So many of us get caught up in other people's business, helping people do this, gossiping about that, criticizing about this over there. We don't want to be caught up in other people's business. We don't want to be caught up in our own business, doing what we think is right, spending our time in the way that pleases us. We want to be about your business. Business. So, Lord, remove anything from us that gets in your way, that causes us to stumble, that causes us to withdraw from the battle, that causes us to run ahead of you without asking. We don't acknowledge you. Help us, Lord, today. You, you Lord, are the only one who can change us. You want to do a work in us so you can work through us. So do that work, God. We yield to you even now. Help us to see things the way that you see them so that we will be willing to lay aside the childish things. Help us to see things the way that you see them so that we are not mesmerized by something that, that it has, we have no business looking at. Help us, Lord, to begin to see you as you are. You reign supreme. Let Lekatara you reign supreme. You reign supreme, God. Help us to see you, to, to see you as the supreme ruler, to see you as the sovereign God, to see you as the one who bursts through our enemies. Help us to see you as you are. Oh, Jesus, our past experiences have tainted some of our minds. We lost a battle and somehow we don't understand why. Where were you, God? David even cried out, God, where are you? How long will you allow me to suffer at the hand of my enemy? David cried out, God, where are you? What are you doing? You see, my enemy is taunting me. David said, God, where are you? I'm depressed. I'm stressed. I need somebody to help me. Where are you, God? How long will you wait before you bust through, before you break me through, God? How long? But then David turned it around and said, I will yet praise you. 
I will still gaze upon your beauty in the midst of the waiting, in the midst of the warfare. I will still sing your praises in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the tribulation. So help us, Lord, when we're tempted to see everything that's wrong, when we're tempted to see everything that's exploding around us. Help us to remember to look at you, the God who is sovereign, the God who is seated on the throne, whose foundation is righteousness and justice, the God who sees the end from the beginning, the God who fights for us and with us, the God who help us to keep our eyes on you. Help us, Lord, and whatever is in us that causes us to stray from your heart, remove it, God. Whatever is in us that causes us to go the opposite direction of what you're calling us to, whether it's fear, whether it's shame, whether it's past pain, God, I'm asking you to remove it from us. Heal us where we need to be healed. Deliver us where we need to be delivered. Teach us where we need to be taught. Help us where we need to be helped. Strengthen us where we need to be strengthened. We can't do this apart from you. There's no world in which we can do anything apart from you. We cannot navigate the realms of the spirit apart from you without falling into deception. We don't even want to go there. We can't do anything apart. Would you help us to get that? Help us to understand that, that apart from you, we can do nothing. But when we lean on you, when we wait on you, when we abide in you, when we crucify our flesh, when we surrender ourselves, we find that strength. We find that wisdom. We find that grace. We find that joy. We find that peace. We find the promises are just very close, very close. I see so clearly. Some of you are so close to seeing that promise fulfilled. I see it so, I see these gift boxes in the spirit, different sizes, but I see one in particular that I'm honing in on and it's got a big red bow on it. And the blood of Jesus paid the price for the gift that God wants to give you. Some of you are going to be surprised by the gift, surprised by the prophetic manifestation, surprised by the fulfillment of the promise. Some of you are so close to seeing that promise come to pass. If you could just see how close you are, you would do a happy dance. If you could just see how close you are, you would praise him with everything in you. If you could just see how close you are to that breakthrough, to that prophetic word coming to pass for that promise being fulfilled. If you could just see it, it would shift your whole life. It would change your whole perspective. I'm telling you, I can see some of you have been plowing. You've been digging. You've been pressing for years and you've stayed steady. There were times you wanted to give up, but you didn't give up. There were times and you fell down, but you got back up again. And God is saying you're closer than you think. Why do you think the warfare is so intense? Why do you think the enemy is pulling out all the stops, says the Lord? Why do you think he's trying to discourage your heart, says the Lord? Why do you think that he is trying to stop you while you're... <laughs> Oh my God, I just saw so clearly. The Lord is speaking to me and showing me pictures at the same time. Sometimes it's difficult to navigate realms of the spirit when you're seeing things and hearing things. There's so much going on in the spirit realm right now. But the bottom line is the enemy is raging against you. But God is roaring for you. 
And he is going to intimidate the enemy of your soul. He is going to cause that demon to flee. He is going to bust through for you. Your job right now is to praise him. Your job right now is to worship him. Your job right now is to believe him. Listen, and act as if you already have the promise. Act as if you already have that gift with the big red bow in your hand. Act as if the enemy in your life is already defeated. Act as if your prodigal has already come home. Act as if your marriage is already restored. Act as if that addiction is already broken. Act as if, act as if, act as if. It's not a fantasy. It's called faith. The enemy will try to tell you, oh, that's silly. That's foolishness. The enemy will try to tell you, you have nothing to rejoice about. You tried that once before and the rejoicing got you nowhere. That didn't work. That didn't move me. But the Lord is saying, I am fighting for you. You're closer than you think. And even if it takes, listen, even if it, whether it takes days, weeks, months, or years, continue to behave in a way that's consistent with what you say you believe. We have to stop being double-minded. One day we're on top of the mountain. God's going to do it for me. God's going to break me through. God's going to show me the way. God's going to increase me. I'm going to get that promotion. My prodigal's coming home. I'm gonna... And the next day we're down in the valley somewhere. Oh, I just don't know why God won't move. I just don't know why nothing changes. I just don't know why. I just have to. I just don't know. I just don't know. And it's a double-mindedness for some of you. I love you now. For some of you, it's this double-mindedness. One day you're on top of the mountain. The next day you're down in the valley in your emotions, with your words, with your posture, your communications, even your prayers. And you can't grab hold of the breakthrough in the short term if you're double-minded in the long term. God is so good and gracious. He'll still bless you and increase you. But if you want to walk in the higher calling, if you want to, to, to see the great momentum, if you want to do the greater works, if you want to walk in consistent breakthrough, you've got to have a consistent mind and a consistent mouth. I said, if you want to walk in a consistent breakthrough, you have to walk with a consistent mind and a consistent mouth. You can't be cursing yourself one day, you know, praying the next day, you know, criticizing yourself one day, you know, jumping for joy the next day, all depressed and upset because someone said something to you one day. And then on the mat, you can't, that's not how God created it. We, we can't be double-minded. A double-minded man receives nothing from God. Oh, Jesus. I love you. <laughs> I love you. So we've got to be consistent. We've got to be consistent. Amen. We've got to be consistent. Let's break through into this next uh, segment here. God will bust through. God will burst through your enemies. I need you to share this quickly. Everybody ping somebody into the room, share it on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, share it everywhere and anywhere. Just as quickly as you can. I want to press through here into this next segment. I'm gonna get me a sip of water. Constantly consistent. That's right, Michelle. Let's do this. Share it quickly. A consistent mind and a consistent mouth. If we could just get this today. Too many Christians up one day and down the next, like yo-yo Christians. Yo-yo Christians. And that's why they don't get anything from God or they get very little. They get less than what God wants them to have. God has more for you than you have right now. 
He does. God has more for you than you have right now. There's more for you. If you want it, you got to be consistent, consistent in your giving, consistent in your tithing. Uh Uh-oh. Consistent in your service, consistent in your prayer. Uh Uh-oh. You don't have to be perfect. Consistency is not perfection. Don't get overwhelmed by the thought. Consistency is what you do most of the time. You never know when you, you know, you're working out, you're on a, you're on a weight loss and exercise plan and they say, take a cheat day. You don't have to be perfect, but you have to be consistent with God. Amen. Let's break through to this next segment right now. God will bust through. I want to read you a scripture from 1 Chronicles 14, 11. 1 Chronicles 14, 11. And I'm going to read here out of the New Living Translation. So David and his troops went up to Baal-perazim and defeated the Philistines there. God did it, David exclaimed. He used me to burst through my enemies like a raging flood. So they named that place Baal-perazim, which means the Lord who bursts through. God wants to break through your enemies by your hand. He will use you to do it. You are his battle axe. Understand, he's given you his weapons. He's given you his name. He's given you his promises. He's given you his blood. He's blessed you with every spiritual blessing. He's made you a partaker of his divine nature. And he wants to use you to burst through your enemies. That means most of the time you're going to have to go to the battle line. There are times when God will just fight the battle for you, but if we're not careful, we'll be lazy Christians and defeated Christians. I said a lazy Christian is a defeated Christian because God is not a big sugar daddy or Santa Claus in the sky. He doesn't do everything for us. He hears and answers prayer. He equips us to enforce his rule in our life. He's given us the armor for a reason. If we didn't have to fight the battle, we would not have any armor. The armor is not for the armor is not to go watch football. The armor is not to you know, sit in sit in church and listen to a, a good message. The armor is for battle. The armor is for war. But David had this revelation that even though the the victory came at his hand, listen. Even though the victory came at David's hand, listen to me carefully. Even though the victory came at David's hand, he knew that it was the power of God behind him. In other words, he knew that he was working in partnership with God. He knew that apart from God, he would not have won. But he also knew that if he didn't go to the battle line and fight the Philistines, he would not have won. So we have to enter into this cooperation with God. Yes, sometimes he will fight the battle. Yes, sometimes we can sit by and watch the hand of the Lord destroy the enemy. But most of the time, we are in a partnership with God on the battlefield. He is empowering us. He is uh, He is uh, giving us the strategy. He is showing us the enemy's plan. He is doing that for us. He is strengthening us to pray. He has given us his word. He's given us everything we need to succeed. So Father, today, In the name of Jesus, would you help us grab hold of this revelation, this, this, this frame of looking at spiritual warfare? Would you help us to look at this in this new way that I've described, how we are really cooperating with you on the battlefield and you're cooperating with us? It's like when uh, the the pre-incarnate Jesus showed up, you know, and Joshua was like, who are you? Are you for us? Are you for them? (laughs) And Jesus was like, uh, yeah, you know, you get on my side. So, Father, help us to always get on your side. 
Help us, Lord, not to respond to spiritual warfare in the flesh. Help us, Lord, not to just lay down our weapons and allow the enemy to beat us up. We need to get on your side. We need to stand by your word and stand on your word. We need to speak your word, decree your word, prophesy your word back to the enemy. Help us, Lord, to use the weapons that you have given us, the weapons that are at our disposal to defeat the enemy. They're your weapons. You've loaned them to us. You've apportioned them to us. They're your weapons. It's your name. It's by the power in your name that the devil has to flee. It's your name. It's your armor. It's your weapons that you have apportioned. You have assigned to us. So help us, Lord, to realize when we're fighting, we're not fighting alone, that you are fighting for us as we swing the sword. You are empowering us. You are giving us strategy. You are giving us understanding. You are giving us wisdom for the warfare. We thank you, Lord, that you help us to remember that because sometimes, God, sometimes it feels like we're fighting alone. Sometimes it feels like, you know, where are you, God? David cried out so many times, God, where are you? My enemy is taunting me. Where are you? Can't you see I'm being threatened? Where are you? I'm surrounded on all sides. Where are you? Sometimes we don't sense your presence in the battle, but help us by faith to continue to swing the sword, knowing that you are backing us up in the spirit and even sometimes sending angel armies to fight for us and with us to conquer principalities in powers that we can't see with our natural eyes. But we sense the presence, the oppression, the aggression of the enemy. We may not see it, but we know that it's there. We discern it. But you see it and you know how to shut it down. You know how to push it back. You know how to use us as a battle axe. You know how to cause us to win, to lead us and guide us into triumph. You are so good. You are so awesome. You are the God who sees us, the God who delivers us into victory. The God who uh, makes all the crooked places straight and the wrong things right. That is who you are. So help us to always remember when we're on the battlefield that you are there with us. You are our rear guard. You're fighting for us and with us. <laughs> My God, if we could just get this picture, if we could just understand this, if we could really believe this that we're cooperating with you. We're not doing it in our own strength. We can't go toe to toe with the enemy in our own strength, in our own way, but we don't have to because you are with us. Emmanuel, God with us. You're with us in the battle. You're with us in the victory. We give you glory. We give you glory, God. We give you glory because you make us victorious. We give you glory. We give you glory because you're our stronghold, our uh, very present help in time of need. You are our refuge and our strength, our rock. You are our redeemer. So strengthen us, God, for the battle at hand. Give us wisdom. We can't do it apart from you. Help us to see the enemy strategy so we don't fall into the pit, even though we know that you will deliver us from the pit if we fall. You're so good that even when we're blindsided, you show up and show out. You help us. No matter what situation we get in, no matter how late we were to the battlefield, no matter when the enemy bombards us or comes in like a flood, you are so good. You fight with us and for us. So thank you, Lord, for this revelation today that we are not just co-heirs with Christ, but co-warriors with Christ. The Christ who has never lost a battle is fighting for us 
and through us. Paul said, I worked harder than everybody, but not I, but the grace of God in me. Let God fight through you and for you, and you will never lose a battle. I said, let God fight for you and through you. Shattered, and you will never lose a battle. Let God fight through you and for you, and you will never lose a battle. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? Can you see it? Sometimes you feel like you're fighting alone. David felt that way. Sometimes you feel like, God, where are you in this battle? Where are you? Because it just keeps getting worse. I'm using the word. I'm swinging the sword. But it just keeps getting worse. Don't let the devil fool you. Don't let the enemy, don't let him fool you. God is fighting for you. If God be for you, then who can be against you? The enemy doesn't want you to believe that. He wants you to think you're fighting alone. He wants you to get mad at your friends who won't come over and pray with you and pray for you. He wants you to give up. But the Lord is saying, look, I, I, I am for you. I am for you, not against you. It's the enemy who's against you. God is for you. He will help you. He always leads you into triumph. Whatever battle you're fighting right now, God is helping you. You might not discern his help. You might not sense his presence, but you walk by faith and not by sight. And you run to the battle line by faith and not by sight. Understanding that he is fighting with you. And sometimes he even sends angel armies to fight for you. Don't give up. Whatever you're dealing with, no matter how intense the warfare is, don't give up. God's got you. It's going to be okay. You're going to come out of this. It's going to happen. Please continue to fight the good fight of faith. You will win if you don't quit. Why do you think the enemy is trying so hard to get you to quit? Because he knows how close you are to the victory. And even if it takes longer than you want, it's still worth it to serve the Lord. It's still worth it to trust his heart. It's still worth it. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. It's a fixed fight. You just have to enforce it. Faith and patience. By faith and patience, we inherit the promises of God. I wish it all came immediately. Really. I wish it all just came and broke through. I wish you didn't have to fight so hard as, as sometimes I do. I wish people didn't betray me. I wish people didn't criticize and complain. And I wish people didn't steal and lie. I wish people did. I wish I didn't have to endure those things, but I can't control that. What I can control is my response to the betrayal, my response to the lies, my response to the thieves, my response to the enemy that is inspiring people to behave in ungodly ways toward me. That's what I can control. I can control my response. I can control, I can't control everybody else around me, nor do I care to, and I can't control God, nor would I ever dare try to, but I can control my responses. I can still glorify God in the midst of the trial. I can still keep fighting the good fight of faith, even if it seems like it's taking too long and it doesn't seem like victory is in sight. I can still do my part. I can still keep going by the grace of God. I can choose to align my will with his will so that he can strengthen me, so that he can promote me. I can do that. I can control my response and you can control yours. Amen. Come on. Amen. We worry, we worry too much about what everybody else. Well, he said this and she did that and they stole this and they did this. So what? God will repay you. He will repay you. Don't get all mad. 
Don't get all upset. Don't get all bit out of shape. Trust in God. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. See yourself winning. See yourself winning. See yourself prosperous. See yourself healed. See yourself with the promise. See yourself how God sees you. God doesn't see you broke, busted, and disgusted. God sees you healed and whole. That's his will for you. God doesn't see your marriage broken to bits. God sees reconciliation. Amen. Sometimes you can't reconcile with certain people. I understand that. But you get the picture. See yourself how God sees you. Doing what he's called you to do. Walking in the promises that he has apportioned to you. All of his promises are yes and amen. Listen, guys, I want to remind you today's broadcast is sponsored by The Voice of God. And I need you to get over there and sign up for this. It is starting in just a few days. Some people are confused and upset. They're signing up, but they're not noticing the date of the course. There's always the, the, the course date, start date right there above the register button. Always. So look at that, guys. It's starting in just a few days. The voice of God. We need to hear the voice of God. We need to know that it's God speaking to us and not be deceived by the enemy. Not be deceived by our own soul. Come on, you can talk yourself right out of God's promises. You can talk yourself right into trouble. You can talk yourself right into temptation. Whose voice is that talking to you? Is it your voice? Is it God's voice? Is it the enemy's voice? What are ways God speaks? How do we learn the Holy Spirit's language? Why does it sometimes seem so hard to hear God clearly? What's going on with that? Listen, the prophetic voice of God is not difficult to hear if you have a listening ear. When Jesus said, my sheep know my voice, he was talking about you. And you have that ability. Whether it, If you're not hearing God's voice regularly, if you're not having conversation with God where you speak and he speaks back, something's wrong. You've either been taught wrong or you haven't been taught at all. Or there's something else going on in your life that needs to be adjusted. Let me help you. Let me teach you. I've been teaching this for over 20 years. The Voice of God. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash voice of God. Get over there. Early bird is ending. The classes are phenomenal. We've started it live in South Florida. You see the class uh, titles, most of them on the website. When you go over there, you'll see it. So check it out. Please don't miss this opportunity. There's never been a more critical time to hear his voice or to pray for that matter. And we want to pray accurately. We need to hear his voice because when we pray what he tells us to pray, he answers. When we pray anything according to his will, John said, we know he hears us. And John said, we know if he hears us that we have what we ask of him. And so when, we, when he tells us what to pray, man, you're going to see some fast prayer answers. I'll tell you the truth. That's how it works. Listen, I want to, before we go into our fellowship time, I want to give you the opportunity. If this ministry is helping you, would you help us to reach more people and help more people? Would you help us through our missions or uh, organization, Operation Liberation? Sow a seed today. It's more blessed to give than to receive. And if you're feeding at this table, if this is really helping you, consider helping us reach more people. If this is helping your life and encouraging your heart and teaching you to pray, if you're being inspired, Know that there's somebody else out there just like you who needs that same help that we haven't reached yet. Help us to reach them. 
You can do that through our missions arm, jenniferleclair.org slash missions. We're helping to dig water wells in Africa, rescue sex traffic victims off the street. We just released a 15,000 donation to orphanages in Ukraine. Uh, by uh, last week, we did a double matching challenge. You guys sewed about $5,000 and we, uh, matched it with $10,000, uh, to sew over there in the Ukraine to rescue, uh, those, uh, uh, babies and make sure they've got what they need. You can also sew through cash app. I'm going to spend the next 10 seconds telling you how to do that. Cash app, dollar sign, prophetic books, PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the text to give. Text to give is 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can use the P.O. Box. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. And you can uh, go over there to jenniferleclair.org slash donate and find all those ways I just mentioned, just in case you cannot remember them all because I did it so quickly. And Father, thank you for this opportunity to sow into your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to help rescue people and to reach more people through this broadcast so they can be inspired and they can live a, a breakthrough lifestyle. In Jesus' name, I ask you to bless and multiply this offering. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. If you're in South Florida, guys, come to my church, Awakening House of Prayer. We saw somebody radically delivered from, a, from addiction, and I won't say from what because it's nobody's business, but I love it. I got a word of knowledge in that second service about addiction, and oh, a lot of times people don't want to come forth with words like that. But if they don't want to come forth, they can't get healed. They can't get delivered in that moment. God has a Kairos time for your deliverance. Did you know that? And if you miss it, there's another Kairos time, but why would you want to miss it? So we had a spectacular uh, first service. It was amazing. Second service, we had that word of knowledge about the addiction and uh, broke, broke somebody completely free. And they wanted to be free. Amen. That third service was on the Jezebel curse. There's a new series at schoolofthespirit.tv called Deliverance from the Jezebel Spirit. It's starting soon. You can find that over there at schoolofthespirit.tv slash Jezebel Deliverance. Awakeningprayerhubs.com is a prayer movement. You can check that out at awakeningprayerhubs.com. We are contending for revival and awakening. Some of you in various nations, you need to, we're in like 40 nations, 41 nations, something like that. I think we lost Brazil recently. So go over there to AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. Join the movement. All right, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a breakthrough day.